Cooley podcast here at Redskins Park. Daniel Jones, as I promised, get a little film breakdown of Daniel Jones later today. Soon today. <laughs> At some point. Uh, Trey Quinn is going to join the podcast. We, this will be a, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to go. So I, I know, I mean, I know how it's going to go because we already did it. I'm just letting everybody know that we spent like the last two hours watching film and we were trying to make this video talking about Trey's film and him going through some of his film and stuff. Also simultaneously podcasting. Also simultaneously cutting out anything that we didn't want Trey to have on the podcast. So it could be interspliced a little bit, right, Stevie? Fair warning. Yeah, maybe a little bit. She's going to put it together as well as she can. It might seem completely simultaneous, like nothing happened, or it might seem like it's a little glitchy. That's the hope, though. Like nothing happened. So I didn't intend for Trey. So I intended to make a video of like 15 or 20 of his plays from the Dallas game and just me just criticizing him, critiquing him, but him, but really him talking about some of the stuff he was doing. It was just that we had a ton of good stuff and we recorded it all. Yeah. Great stuff. And Trey's amazing. And he was amazing to sit down and do this for me. I, I, I loved it. It was my favorite day of work in the last year. And so I think that there's enough stuff that we can put together that everyone would probably enjoy listening to. So I do apologize if it's not all flow. It should be for the most part, though. It would be the mo- I'm so happy to have a platform through the Redskins to do this podcast. I love that I do it. I love being in here. I love watching film. I love being around the guys. But Traquin would be a perfect un- unfiltered guest. Yeah. It would be so much fun to have Trey completely unfiltered. Yeah, that w- it would be a lot of fun. He was cracking me up over here. I know, he's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> he's smart. He, lo- he loves ball. Mm-hmm. He loves being here. I mean, the guy's been working. I- I'm here every day. I see him working his guts out every day. He literally said to me, he's like, I'm so bored. I don't know what exactly <laughs> I should be doing right now. Like, what do you do around here? Because he's here. I mean, all the injured yeah. guys, all the injured guys are here. They can't go. Yeah, that's tough, especially when you're not from here, too. And you're just, you're here working out. What else? Oh, I know. I was so. I know. You're bored too. No, I'm saying if I wasn't from here, my family was elsewhere. It would be hard for me to be here every day and not. I wouldn't know what to do outside of here. Yeah, at least Ashburn's got so much more than it did when I got here. Really? For, for, <laughs> well, Ashburn was. It was nothing. Well, the Loudon County Parkway was a one-lane dirt road when I moved here. I didn't know that. When you turned left, when you turned right out of Redskins Park, you were on a dirt road. <laughs> Ashburn had so very little. I mean, one Loudon, which is where everyone's getting in trouble. There's nothing, no stigma to one Loudon. It's fine. It's a good place to go out, have dinner, do whatever. That was sod farm. Wow. There was not one building there. It was a sod farm. So I had way less when I was here, and there's way more youth here. Now my first year here. Anytime somebody came to do something at my house, and it was before anyone really recognized my face, 100, not 100%, but 90% of the time, they would ask if my mom and dad were home. Like, I would call that, like, someone would come out to check the HVAC, and they're like, oh, is your dad here? Nope. 
<laughs> just me. All right. Is he going to be back? I'm like, not today. Dad won't be in today. Mom won't be here either. I don't <laughs> Maybe think in so. like Mom a might, few months. I, I doubt it. I mean, she's planning a trip in a while, but just get it. <laughs> just get whatever you need to do. I'll, t- I, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Cool. But I was 22. Like, no one has a... At that at that point, I had a I bought a house the first year I got here. I had a 5,000 square foot house in Hamilton, Virginia. How many 23-year-old kids have that? Not many. Not many. So it was a proper assumption. But there was not very many 23-year-old kids around here. At least, when I, I mean, my first two years, you want to go out. Like, even Tyson's wasn't really cool or fun. You had to go to Arlington or D.C. At least these guys have somewhere to go. That's true. So it is interesting, though, how much this place has grown. Yeah, I had, no it, I had no idea. That I had no idea that it was. What like year dirt were you road. born? Ninety-five. Ninety-five. So you were eleven. You were couldn't no, drive. You were nine. <laughs> my first year here. Wow. You were running around wearing little forty-seven jerseys. Your mom was cheering my yep. name. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other weird thing now too for me is like people that look like they're at least mid 20s even look even older than that like yeah i had your jersey when i was seven or they bring pictures to me like remember this picture i'm like you're 23 that kid in that picture's eight (laughs) you don't look like that kid at all no i don't remember that moment (laughs) so anyway all that said like i understand what trey's going through with, with with whatever he has going on and at least there's more here for him. I was also really fortunate to have a couple players throughout my career that I was close with. Like, I remember my first offseason, I hung out and played golf with Patrick Ramsey almost every single day. Oh. And Brian Kozlowski lived with me for a couple of years. And I had a lot of guys on the team around me. So Trey's got to find a couple of guys on the team. But it's hard, too, because you're 22, and a lot of the guys that stay around here are 30. So you gotta find, you, you got to get rid of that age demographic as well. Yeah. So just gym rat it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's get two-a-day workouts going for Trey. Get him ripped. <laughs> Fast. Bulk up. All right. So, anyway, uh, let's bring in our guy. Let's bring in long-haired golden boy Trey Quinn. All right. Uh, this is uh, a trial here with Trey Quinn. We're going to watch some film, and we're going to talk about your film. You had a lot of it this year, Trey. Uh, First very, of all, thanks. Very little. Very little film. One game? Two games? Two and a half. Two and two plays. Trey said he's bored and he's looking for things to do, so he's watching film. Getting better. Getting better. Helping me be better. Trey, right here. All right, so it it was funny for me after my rookie year coming back in March and trying to recall what the offense was exactly. I want you to walk me through some of this stuff. Like right now we got a play-action pass. What is this, fly motion? Yeah, it's a fly motion, yeah. yeah. How are you timing yeah. this? I'm, a, I'm, up, on, I'm up with him and you just sprinting going on the through, kick? and it, yeah, it's, it's all on him. It's all on Colt to time it up. I mean, reps in practice get, gets it done. Staying out of his way, being the check down late. Your fly motion really didn't get anybody's attention here, did it? Uh, it doesn't look like it. You need a better fake, man. Or I need to rush for more than one yard when we ran it against Houston. <laughs> All right, so a play action pass here, five step slant, right? Uh, what, what's this up top? What are we calling this? Uh, bench. 
We call it a glance bench. Uh, keep it high. They telling you what to do on this play? I'm um, just a check down. He got rid of it, so I'm drifting out. Of so it. you're just kind of rolling. Yeah. All right. So your second play. Stick spacing concept. Yeah. Out leveraging. Could have got that ball right there. Did you get mad when you don't get the ball? Not if we get yards. I mean, I'm not going to call this great depth on your stick route. It's hard, though, because you feel like you have a I hole feel, right there, right? Well, I feel like I have a hole, and I feel like this pass rush is freaking getting there. I don't know. I, get, I, think, <laughs> I, get, I think I get paranoid. I don't want to be – I don't want to have Colt sitting there waiting on me. I think that's what I get paranoid on, but it's on me to trust it, trust the reps that we have. I mean, really, it's a good play for a quarterback. You read this across the board. There's no reason you're one read right here that's not going to – you're never getting this ball. Right. Yeah, in that situation, though. Yeah. I mean, you got this backer hanging inside on you anyway. You want to know how you get this ball? You get to right there and then make him take the flat. You got to be selfish. See, depth makes you selfish. I still think it goes to a flat, man. Uh, yeah. Want to just replace him? All right, third and 11. Sail snare. Yeah. So you got Trey in the middle here. This over the top, this is what you call sail concept. Yeah. You're saying this, this is a snare coming back out. This is Tampa two. So this is really a high-low. I mean, you could go one, two, three, right, for the quarterback. Yeah. So what's your thought process here? You're going into the hash. Trying to reach the hash, work high right there, have separation from the flat defender, have some kind of decision for him to make, reading the flat and then to me. It's tough here, like right decision. Yeah. Do you see two two immediately? Like, do you do you look at coverage? I mean, they're kind of showing. They're kind of showing like maybe three deep, but this guy's definitely telling you it's two, right? I mean, it's definitely a rookie season. Only having a couple games, it's a, definitely an adjustment to see like the late rotation, the late. Like seeing something at the beginning of the snap and then working off of it, what they're changing. But I mean, I saw Mike open his hips towards me and. So you know, more he's, than you know he's, he's Tampa. More, yeah, more than likely Tampa. And he's running with me most of the game when they did that. I mean, so I'm working off of him and then trying to keep away from the flat defender right there. And there was – So, like, the like, only thing I would think here is if you know it's Tampa, you have a Tampa mic, you know this corner's this flat player, right? Yeah, I got to keep it like high. You keep this all the way at this <laughs> yeah. angle to keep away from him. Yeah, I got yelled at a couple times from Cole. Was, I think it was uh, <laughs> preseason. It was just, like, learning, still learning the plays and everything. And – I think there was a, a close ball where the corner was able to play it. Yeah, well, and they just keep it high. He yells at you. You tell him to come out of the pocket in your direction so you can get the ball. So he doesn't no. go the opposite. I, way, I agree man. with him. So he'll keep throwing me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got it, bro. Now, whatever he needs. My dad loves this play. Your dad loves this play. Yeah. Why? Because was that Byron Jones? He was like the top-rated corner this year. He's like, <laughs> like being home. He's like. uh you know what? The top-rated corner has to hold you just to guard you, and you're not even full full health. But we got off the sideline, and Colt's like, "Where the hell were you?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I was getting held." There's a flag on the play. It was holding. All right, third quarter, you're down ten-seven. Yeah, it's plays to you. You know it's to you. Were you excited? Yeah. So, what, what's your thought? What's your well, thought here? Before the game, Jay was like, "You're gonna score your first touchdown tonight." I was like, I hope so. It'd be cool. I had, all my, I had my family there and some close buddies. And uh, I said, it would be cool to score a touchdown tonight. So uh, when I got in this situation, I mean, it was one high man. I kind of just, or he's playing me, man. And 
kind of just a win route right here. Kind of, the, and then the special that we've been talking about throughout this film. See what I love about this is the plan, like the stutter here to get vertical to get across the field. Like you win because you have obviously you have initial plan. Like you get walled in here, or you don't get off the ball here, and you're in trouble. But this is awesome. Yeah. Like right now, he thinks you can go any direction. It's not even really like we talked about not liking a stair step. It's not even really a stair step. It's just reestablishing vertical that yeah. scares him to death. Give him the two-way uh, capability. The other thing I love about what you do here is if you go now, he's going to go, you're dead yeah. if you go now. He'll work this, but if you go now, you'll take the safety with you. So when you straighten up, look at him hesitate back outside too. Yeah. It holds everybody. This is awesome. So I think you see this great from the other side too. Like right now, most guys or a lot of guys panic. Getting back straight up the field is so huge. It's awesome, man. Subtle push off, contested catch. Good celebration? Great celebration. Oh, we missed it. Yeah. What was your celebration? That was a scoring. Everybody wants to do it now. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. It was a G9 in the jukebox. All right, so how did it feel to go viral after your little celebration that was, I, for whatever reason, didn't remember two seconds ago? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool. Um, me and my sister talked about it before. I guess right when I got off IR, she was like, you know, first touchdown, you got to do a score. And I was like, all right. Otherwise, she'll beat me up. She's older than me, so she can do those things. Um, so is your sister's plan? Kind of both. We're both uh, big Office fans, and uh, I don't know, kind of just one of those things that came to us. And plus, I don't have that many great dance moves, and that was kind of the simplest thing that I could put together. Yeah, so. anything that involves Michael Scott, probably you can do. Yeah, hundred percent. No, hundred um, oh, percent. We're we're searching for the next one. So you're not ready yet. For what? For the next one. Mm. -mm. No, it's the off season. You're preparing all this. You stuff. had to be ready if you scored again in the, that game. Were you gonna do, oh, no, no. Gonna do the scarn again? Oh no, me and that Mo. would actually be great. You just do scarn every <laughs> no. time you score. Me and Mo had a really good idea. So right. You want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. It was Charlie Brown. I mean, it was Thanksgiving get, game. Charlie Brown oh, pull the football. Lucy. He was gonna, he was gonna pull the He's football, you. and I was gonna, you know, miss the kick. Mm, that would have been good that. too. That would have been very good. You would have went double viral. Yeah, you would have went from that would have been an exponent to followers like. Times two to times three. Yeah, there would have been like a. If you had a hundred thousand, you'd have had a million. There would have been an Instagram page that opened up. You know, like the egg on Instagram. Maybe not. Like the egg went viral on Instagram. It would have been like Traquin dance moves, like just like an Instagram page. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would have got millions of followers. You should just start. You said you're looking for things to do. You should just start doing dance moves. <laughs> I should start like a page of just me dancing. Mm -hmm. John Riggins here with a little tip. If you need a mortgage, take my advice and use the pros at McLean Mortgage. Buying a home can be stressful and filled with hassles. The experts at McLean Mortgage understand what an important financial investment your home is and will seamlessly guide you through the process to successful home ownership. Smooth, amazing, easy, professional, and first rate are just some of the reviews from their tens of thousands of homeowners, including me. I trust McLean Mortgage, and I hope you will too. Check them out at McLeanMortgage.com. If you have atrial fibrillation, you know it can be difficult to treat successfully. 
Innova Heart and Vascular Institute in Fairfax is a leader in AFib treatment using specialized technology and expertise. This helps to more precisely target and treat rhythm irregularities that others could miss, helping to restore your heartbeat to normal. Give your heart the benefit of care. Visit innovaheart.org AFib to learn more and to find an Innova physician. Innova, join the future of health. Gearing up for game day? Your local Safeway has everything you need for the perfect tailgating or home gating party. Pick up all your favorites like wings, chips and dips, brats, burgers, beverages, and pizza. Stop by the deli to pick up fresh fried chicken or the produce department for a variety of party trays. Head on over to your local Safeway and pick up everyone's favorites. Safeway, the official supermarket of the Washington Redskins. Are uninvited pests ruining your plans? Let PMSI, the pest control partner of the Washington Redskins, handle it for you. Call today for your free inspection, and they'll work around your schedule to provide you the best solution possible to defend your home territory against pests of all kinds, including mold. Visit MyPMSI.com for the game plan to control the pests on your home turf. That's MyPMSI.com. This is Rick Goslin with the Talk of Fame Network. This NFL season, FanDuel has more ways to win than ever before. New Beat the Score contest pay out everyone who hits a certain score. Now it's easy to find your friends and challenge them to play head-to-head fantasy contests for cash or bragging rights. New players, try FanDuel today and get a $20 bonus when you make your first deposit. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Rick. New users only. Bonus not available for withdrawal. State and age restrictions apply. For eligibility rules, terms, and conditions, go to FanDuel.com. Have you been fumbling on your diet during tailgate season? Well, it's a new day for a new game. And White House Foods has the solution for you. With the vinegar beverage of choice, Detox. Packed with lemon, honey, cinnamon, and apple cider vinegar. This organic, non-GMO verified product is the play you need to get your head back in the game. From our orchard fields to your football field, White House. So, first of all, I've been trying to scout as many players as I can every year as you get through the draft. And then so I have, like, all these report, like scouting reports that I've written on all these guys. And I try to do – like I do the quarterbacks, and I feel like I'm close, and I'm getting way better at really seeing everything that they should be seeing and understanding what they understand. And as a scout? Like you, you, yeah, as a scout or as a, as a coach or what they're doing concept-wise. Scheme-wise, because you have to evaluate scheme that a player's in, especially as a quarterback. If you can't evaluate their scheme, then how do you – you don't even understand that joke. It's not really a joke. It's uh, it's, it's over your head. What, are you thinking how that translates? Like, yeah, so, I mean, I'm watching Ohio State, and I'm sitting here saying a guy like Dwayne Haskins – runs two NFL concepts, really, two or three. Like, they run corner Omaha or Obama, like we've been talking about. They run shallow cross. What about Oklahoma? What are they? Shallow cross. They run a lot of – I just feel like – Oklahoma has a ton of play-action stuff. But the thing with Oklahoma when you watch Kyler Murray is you see him progress through the field, make a ton of reads, but – you're not concerned about his height and stuff because he gets out of the pocket. So as an NFL quarterback, all of the new things that you have with RPO and the new systems you have in place will allow you to not have to get to the check down. So like many- that was the biggest concern with the quarterback's height five years ago or, t- or eight years ago when quick game became really popular. Like the- is If he works, like you cut the field in half as a quarterback, right? Yeah. Like say I have two slants on this side on my right and I have a slant and a flat on my left. If I have 
two safeties, I'm going to work the right side. I'm going to work the two slants. If I have one safety or man, I'm going to work the slant and the flat on the other side. It's that's like the West Coast just cut the field right in half. Oh. And if I, so, let's just say I work the left side and it gets covered. I can't come back to the right side. Essentially, that's dead. I got to find the check down. So short quarterbacks really had a hard time in a three-step drop coming back out of it and finding the check down. It's not like they didn't know where it was. Finding it was the problem. So now your check down, like we watched all your tape, like you're a check down as a fly sweep guy. Well, a short quarterback can find a fly sweep checking out in the flat. He can see the flat. Sure. It's not right in front of his face, right in front of his offensive line, defensive line. So there are alternative check down opportunities or places to distribute the ball for short quarterbacks. Russell Wilson's been doing it. These guys are doing it. Plus, they're so freaking elusive in the pocket that they can run as well. What about like evaluating like the old Art Riles stuff where it's a receiver runs a go or a stop and he's reading it and you have one receiver to throw it to everybody else just sits there you remember like watching those it's unbelievable uh, that's gotta be hard to like. it's all the indie stuff uh, it's gotta be hard to like evaluate a quarterback doing that because that's not really reading anything it's reading if he's past him or he's stopping yeah and then you're looking at it it's not like, like progression and, you, and you're like okay it, the receiver didn't stop so where the quarter what should yeah. he have done yeah but there's a lot i mean there's some stuff that people miss in the nfl on that stuff like a play action concept so let's just say, like, you have, I don't know, west-right slot, which would put two of your tight ends on, on the right yeah. and two, the two slot receivers on the left, X-read, Z-rail. Okay. Your X-read is going to be an 18-yard hook on the numbers unless he can get over the top to the deep safety, yeah. right? If he can get vertical, then he's going to go. Yeah. And then you got the rail behind it or the, the wheel route on the outside. Yeah. So your quarterback, Case Keenum, threw a pick on that play. He throws it short, Earl Thomas jumps it, the receiver's over the top, running deep. There's no way that he could get deeper than the safety. The quarterback sees that he should have sat it down, and they have a miscommunication. Yeah, so tough. if I don't understand that system or scheme, I'm asking myself, like a dope, why is the quarterback throwing it 15 yards in the middle? It wasn't a play call oh, miscommunication. Yeah. It was an in-play choice communication. The receiver made the wrong choice. The quarterback didn't expect that. So without understanding some of these systems that, that a lot of people have in place, you don't necessarily get it. And so for me, watching a quarterback in college that runs literally four NFL-type plays. Yeah. Dude, I think that's a huge misconception Like in like watching like ESPN and NFL Network and people that like don't study it like you do. You know what I mean? I feel like they just watch the film, watch the film, but don't understand like what you're saying, the scheme and everything. I think it's a failure on a scouting level across the league. Yeah. And it's it's amazing because like you think of your your scouts versus your coaches. Like you you have to scout every college player, everybody in the NFL. Coaches have uh, what what do you think? Season ends a month to get to free agency, six weeks to scout free agents. You know that. And then you have another six weeks to scout the draft. You have three months of scouting as a coach. They know better, but they, they don't have time to scout the players in the fourth, fifth, sixth round and the players that, that through that time that have been at other teams. It's just not feasible. Yeah. Their time in the season is inundated with game plan. So I think it's I think that's where you really rely on your scouting department understanding what players you can place in your offense right now. By the way, you were placed in, perfectly in this offense. I don't know if you know that, but what you did – in college, with your knack for negotiating in the middle of the field and separating against man-to-man coverage is perfect for our zebra position. So, 
perfect to go last in the draft. 60 balls this year when I first talked to you, and then I didn't know that you were going to get hurt. So. You didn't know that? I could, I could, I could, you couldn't I, tell me? I couldn't see that happening. <laughs> Same man. So, Mr. Sandman. it's interesting when you look at a lot of these guys, though. Like, you got to look at all the throws that they can possibly make, all the throws that they don't make, what they do to, to, to be good on the next level. Like, I think Dwayne Haskins, for example, is the exact opposite of Daniel Jones. I, I think Dwayne Haskins could end up being a good quarterback in this league, but he's going to need a heavy play-action game. He's going to need a, a, a good run game, and he's going to need vertical threats to get the ball down the field, at least to have early success. Some of his quick progression anticipation success isn't there yet. He's only played one year. Like you, and you know this as a receiver. The oh, worst yeah, thing right. to do is have a quarterback wait for you to be open to throw you the ball. Yeah. Like, to me, Dwayne was a guy that has to see a receiver win before he threw him the ball. I played with a couple of those quarterbacks. Yeah, that's aggravating. Like I, I played, and no, no offense, and this also has to do with quarterbacks learning new offenses. I think, oh, with Jason Campbell and his – in his second year before we had a guy named Todd Collins come in and start, he really needed to see guys open a little bit more than you would want. You would want the anticipation to be quicker. So for a year and a half, we and we we game plan, and we're talking about hitting certain routes versus certain looks that never happen. And then Todd Collins comes in, and he had played in that offense in Kansas City for eight years. I mean, he just knew the offense like the back of his hand. And all of a sudden, first game, I'm running the seam, and the second I clear the linebacker, I, I look, and the ball's in the air. I'm like, oh. This is what, literally a light bulb went off. Like, this is what we've been coaching in our offense forever. Yeah. So you need that anticipation. So Daniel Jones. I promised everyone I would do this. Everyone. Here's the first thing with Daniel Jones. Like, He's worked with David Cutcliffe for his entire career. He's got this relationship with Peyton. He's got a closer relationship with Eli. Cutcliffe is amazing. Like, you know, Peyton goes, went back every year of his career in the offseason and worked with Cutcliffe. Right. You know when Peyton Manning goes back and works with a certain guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. I question nothing that Peyton Manning does. So he's been coached, and you see his technique and all this stuff, and he's awesome. You also see him operating in this, in this quick game. You see him make underneath throws. He is, like a Cutcliffe saying is, you never go broke taking a profit. Like he'll take a profit, man. He's not going to force the ball down the field if the underneath throws there. And, and he's got some accuracy, and he's got some velocity on those underneath balls, and he's got some stuff to him with that stuff. He'll challenge guys contested 50-50 underneath, good in the pocket. Everything he does from 2 to 18 yards says he's ready to play in the NFL right now. <coughs> but he can't make big throws. Doesn't have the arm to get it down the field. And it's amazing because I'm watching him. Yeah, I'm watching him, and I'm thinking this guy's got a – a big time arm he's got a live arm yeah it's not this quickest release he can speed it up but as soon as he starts getting throws vertical down the field it's not there you know i wonder he's how, like a second baseman like, well how, how uh like how how have you seen somebody come in with a bad arm and leave with a good arm like a great arm or a good arm like improve their arm like you can long toss in baseball you can do all this kind of stuff in baseball get it a couple yeah you should be able to you, sh you should be able to go from Throwing consistently 65 yards to throwing 72, 73 yards. Yeah. So, right. how, I mean, like, looking at something like that, how, how much do you put stock into it saying that we could change this, we could improve it, and take everything else that he has? So, I love that. I just – I want him to be able to make every throw for me to draft him in the first round. Yeah. I want to yeah. see him make every yeah. throw. Here's, well, here's the other thing. If, you, if anybody watched Duke – 
they dropped a bunch of long balls. So some of his completion percentage. I'm watching a couple games where it's hitting receivers in the face mask 40 yards downfield. Like, in the face mask. Like, golly. But a guy that I think is immediate in his decision-making process from anywhere to, to intermediate, like 12 to 15, I think loses that decision making as it gets past 15 yards i don't think he high lows that safety depth really well i don't think he necessarily feels exactly after 20 yards you know where he wants to put the ball a lot of the time does he want to try to back shoulder a little bit or does he want to try to throw it out in front and a lot of times he is throwing it out in front and the ball's late or it's behind receivers so safeties are able to come in and make plays it, th- there's some amazing stuff though like this dude played against north carolina He's 31 of 54 for 361 yards, three touchdowns. He had 15 rushes for 186 yards. He had a draw for 61, and he, he had a zone read for 68. Mobile? Agile? Hostile? He's a 6'5 dude with two 60-plus yard carries. In dude one looks game. big. From what I've seen, he's he looks got big. Some, when he gets out of the pocket, he's got some speed. And then you're like, you have to ask yourself, like, does he have any talent around him? Because everyone always says, like, you need to see him play great against great talent. Well, what if your guys stink? Great talent's going <laughs> to dominate your receivers. Like, you know what I mean? His offensive line's bad. So you see him out of the pocket a ton. But I've seen, I have seen see him enough in the pocket to know that he can get things done. All right, what about emphasis on going to like a smart school like Duke? And he's a smart dude. Yeah. Like he, was a prince, he went to, committed to Princeton initially. Serious. It was important for him to go to school. He's a smart dude. Have you seen him? I've seen he's maybe a couple like clips. He's kind of got this look on his knows. face all the time. You know what? I, I think he's Eli Manning. But you want to be quirky. Like He's not quirky. Yeah, you want to be quirky, though. He's got that heavy brow. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's check him out. Now we're doing a, a modeling show for quarterbacks. No, he's got that. He's got a little That's bit of... another good idea. Why well, don't, like... There should be, like, you have your... your Like, what is it? Chicks in the office? Barcelona does, just from my knowledge. And they do their own take on what quarterbacks' ratings are based off of looks. In the first couple rounds. Oh, there's no and way that's Daniel how you Jones is going to go. I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of handsomeness. I hope that's not him in the bottom left, the beard, the mustache, I mean. Here's a, here's a good picture. We're looking at him right now. Yeah, he's kind of got this kind of like, he looks like, he reminds me of Eli. Like, he's got Eli face. I mean, I could see that. Does he make the Eli faces, though, that they like, go viral? You know, like the, he's going like the, to. Like I mean, the dumbfounded the faces. Like, does he have the potential to be a great quarterback? we got to decide that. Does he have the potential to constantly have Eli face? Yes, 100%. <laughs> the internet wants more Eli face, as far as I know. He also did this thing that I really didn't like. I was watching some of these videos, and it was after his pro day that everyone said was flawless. And it was really, really good. His pro day was good. He went in and said we to everything. Yeah, we wanted to throw some deep balls down the field, and we wanted to. Who's we? To, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate the we. How do you not know when to say we and I? You know what? When we're great, I guess it's we. <laughs> when we're bad, it's I. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. It, if, if everyone's bad, it's I. If everyone's good, it's we. But this is a pro day where everybody's looking at him. him. So it's yeah, I. Sure. Like, you could say, I really appreciate my receivers making a ton of good plays today and, and running the routes the way I wanted them run. Yeah. But I had to make throws. Maybe we, it was him and Cutcliffe wanted to show some things. We dressed well today. We went to sleep at a good time last night. Did we? We did. We were tired, though. 
We we have to go watch our kids here uh, in the next fifteen minutes, so we, we're going to have to do that today. We actually are um, <laughs> alone this weekend because mom's out of town, so we we got a big big job to do with some kids this weekend. There you go. There he you was go. the senior bowl MVP of the game. Saw that. Did you play in the senior bowl? Well, I came out as a junior. So oh. That, can you you can graduate as a redshirt junior? Did you and playing it though? Why did you? Were you concerned? As the fifth round kind of got over that I you, you made the wrong choice coming out as a junior? Do you, I think about it now because like there's not a lot of slot guys coming out this year. I feel like like last year you had like Kurt was like the big name. There's a bunch of small guys and then you had like Cortland Sutton and a couple other guys that are like big. Like this year is like the big draft I feel like and last year was the small draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah. To this day I won't understand like why I got pushed back. But um as no, I, I think as of, like the second day. I don't know. I I, I look at myself and I. I mean, I, I have. I mean, I have the inner. I'm just inner tell you, you know, right now. After day two, I was mad. You know, I, just from the inner confidence I have. So, in my opinion, that being Mister Irrelevant, or for that matter, being a seventh round draft pick is sweet. Is normally way worse than just being a free agent. Because a lot of times as a free agent, especially if you have a good agent, you get to pick your your organization. Right. <laughs> you you got the right spot. Yeah, yeah. Like so yeah, much of it there. is going to yeah. be opportunity yeah. for anybody not drafted in the first three rounds or first two rounds, yeah. and you have the best opportunity possible right now. I love it. It's a good situation. Make the most of it. You should. I hate those questions like or like, what do you expect this year? All oh, this this. I'm like. I expect to try hard. I we, to, you know, we we're gonna do as many <laughs> we, things as we can. We got to go out there and grind and earn everything that's uh, that's gonna be presented. But I hate the word like expectation. Like, what do you expect uh, now that this, this, and this happened? Like, how do you see yourself? I see myself as the same dude. Well, yes, we we had to get you know healthier. So. Yeah, we have to get healthier. We have to watch the film with cool and and check out the things that I do sloppy and. And then and tell adjust, me that your choice route breaks can still drift four yards no, downfield I, I, outside. No, I, I agree. Because <laughs> we aren't, we aren't going to throw you that ball. Because <laughs> we don't, you know what? We don't want to get that ball undercut. So we don't like that non-friendly I, break. We like, agree we, with we, you. We scouted gosh. you as could come back friendlier out of breaks to the quarterback on the outbreak. We agree with um, you. We agree with you. All right. So here's my overall thought process on Daniel Jones. Because I did this because he was getting popular, right? Oh, I'm a. You, you like my artistic skills? Yeah, you are artsy fartsy. Uh, we think that Daniel Jones could start next year and have some success in the NFL. We're just not sure about the level of success that he could possibly achieve. Uh, we do like that he's got this environment of coaches and people around him that are going to help him get better outside of his organization, like the Mannings, like the Cutcliffs. He's going to grow as a quarterback, but we're very concerned about some of the throws that he, I, that we don't think he can make. So I don't like him at fifteen. This is a bad thing. So I'm going to say I'm going to take we out of this. Like this is this is yeah. I you say this, you. I gotta put you this say on. you. <laughs> I, all the things we like, I'll give you. But you know, as far as drafting him at fifteen, I don't think he's fifteen. I I think he's he's a late first and potentially early second round quarterback. Yeah, so I, just... to me, I think there are two quarterbacks that are sure things in the first. I think Kyler Murray. A lot of that'll be environment helping him having continued success. And uh, and I like Drew Locke a lot in the first yeah. round. I think Drew, you know, I saw I saw 
mock draft that has the Raiders trading up to two to get Drew Lock, which would be really that's a, that's why I've never seen mock drafts is like the trades that happen, and then everything just goes put in a tizzy. You know, you just see the mock drafts that are just like normal without trades. I've never seen one with a trade. We should put you wanted to come back uh, <laughs> next week and do a mock draft. We'll come up with a point system for a steak dinner. I'd do that. That's fun. That sounds fun. But yeah. you know way more than I do, so I guess we just agree to snake on me. Well, you played snake on against, me, snake you on played three, a lot against three. a lot of these guys. Really? Draft. Yeah. You played so. in college last year, two years ago. You should know these guys. I don't know, though. What, all the you watched all these guys on tape. You should have a great feel for these guys. Great feel. Have some feel, kid. All right. What are you doing this weekend? Xbox. <laughs> Watching basketball tonight. Oh. Go Tigs. Couple good games last night, man. It's true. Oh, you're still an LSU fan, aren't you? <laughs> I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan now. Are you? Yeah. Good for once Cool. Well, enjoy the weekend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, all of our well, thanks to Stevie, who is going to do a phenomenal job with. An hour and a half of film videos that we put together to cut up. This will be your biggest project yet, Stevie. Have fun. See you.